afternoon with me in. Um, nice to be able to uh, talk to you today. Uh, I think I was off last week from doing it, so uh, I'm back on this week. I uh, appreciate Jeremy giving us the opportunity to uh, to talk and to, to speak with y'all. It's very uh, important and very humbling to be able to be be able to speak to y'all every once in a while. Um, I put the title as Deliverance is Necessary. I, I remember um, back about four years ago, and my dad, I see my dad's watching, so, um, which he knows at this point, but, you know, about 15, 16 years old, um, I started, I started dipping, and, uh, and I'm, it's not a thing against tobacco or, or nothing like that, it's just, uh, I, I started dipping at 15, 16 years old, and continued until I was about 35 years old, uh, so I, what, 20 years or so, and, uh, and, you know, it didn't, I mean, I, I say that, and I may be contradictory of myself, but it, it didn't affect me loving God or, or wanting to come to church or, or, uh, wanting to do right or, you know, I don't know that I, I really ever felt like I was lost because of that. But what it did was it was it did act as a um, a limiting factor in my relationship with God. Um, it held me back from uh, being all that I could be in in my relationship with God. Um, Again, uh, not preaching against it, not not just throwing that out as a, as, as a, that's the most terrible thing, or that's an awful sin, or whatever. The, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm just saying for me, it was something that that had a hold of me. I mean, I remember, um, you know, there'd be times I'd go on vacation and you run out, and man, it's like a uh, a drug addict looking for for their next fix. I mean, it was like. And I'll, I'll drive 40 miles to the nearest gas station if we're not close to one to get what I need. And nobody around me was happy if I wasn't, if I didn't have it. Um, and that's where it became an issue with me is that it was controlling me more than God was controlling me. So I had to, uh, again... I was coming to church. I was I was doing things in church. I was being a leader. Um, so it wasn't stopping me there, but it was just being a hindrance in, in improving my relationship with God here. And so I had to get some deliverance from that. I had to say, well, do I want, what is going to be more important in my life? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be this, this, um, crutch that I have or is it going to is God going to be able to fully infiltrate my life and take care of things now that even when God fully infiltrates we have our flesh we're going to sin right but but when we are intentionally um, doing things that are taking 
the place of God, um, that is not the same. I don't, I don't think as, you know, your the everyday like the things that I'm not, you know, I, it's almost accidental sin is what you'd say. If I overeat, that's a, a sin. But if I choose to overeat in place of, of God, then that's an intentional sin, you know, or just things like that. That's I'm trying to hope you understand that. I hope I explain that okay. Um, but that's that's kind of what I what it was happening with with uh, tobacco to me was it was replacing it was overriding everything anything God wanted to do because if even if it was something um, church wise I still was like okay I got to make sure I got this much here so I don't know I'll have enough to get through this event or this activity or this this or whatever and uh, and I, I didn't go to other things going well I need to make sure I'm, I'm full up on God because I need you know I didn't do it that I didn't think of it that way I thought about the other that way and um, so I had to get some deliverance from that I had to get I had to not only quit it I had to get the deliverance in my mind that that was something that I did not need. That was something that that wasn't going to sustain me. That was something that that uh, did not need to be in place of God. And it and it hurt going through that. I mean, you know, it hurt, obviously it hurt quitting. You have uh, nicotine withdrawals and and things like that, uh, and just different things. But but it's it's getting your mind. It's getting in with tune with God. For him to replace that, those hormone, hormones or, or whatever it is that's endorphins or whatever they call it that's in your mind wanting that other thing. I remember, listen, it can be as simple as that. Let's get off tobacco. My grandfather, who started who started uh, Covenant Church as a as a Pentecostal church before it was Covenant. Um, let me tell you, his thing was coffee. I remember him telling us about this when I was a kid is that he did smoke uh before he before he got into the ministry he 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 did smoke uh, but he he remembered when he when he got on into the ministry that that he drank a lot of coffee um and at some point he uh God spoke to him and said man you de- you wake up and you depend on that coffee to get you going. You wake up or you, you know, you have a hard day or you get going throughout your day and you you come back and you depend on that coffee to either wake you up, to get you going, to uh, freshen you back up or whatever. When I'm here and I'm the only thing you need to sustain me. And so coffee, the good old bean coffee beans that we all love right i love it too was was he was using it in a way that it was taking place of god and he while being a pastor while being um uh learning to to be in the ministry and doing well there was something that was just keeping him from being where he needed where god wanted him to be to keep taking that step to be continually better and so uh, he gave that up. So, um, again, it's not about what it is and what it's not, what, what, you, what your 
what thing you replace God with or what thing that overrides God. It's not about really what it is. It's about what you what place you have that in. And if you can, you really have to get deliverance from it because if you don't, your mind will go back to it. You know, there's, um, I've had a lot of deliverance from it and I really just don't even think about it anymore. There's, I work around guys that, that, um, that dip snuff all the time or it's laying on the table when I come into work or it's, you know, on the common table. I mean, it doesn't even bother me anymore. I believe God has taken that desire, that thought, that, that want out of my mind along with, you know, me asking for that. I had to ask for that. God didn't just do it himself. I had to seek that. God says that, that if we will, uh, if we will seek the Lord, he will hear us and he will deliver us from our fears. That's a fear. The thing that you, that crush that you have, it's a fear for having it gone. It was a, a fear for me. You know, uh, if you'll call upon him in your day of trouble, when you're seeking to, to have a better relationship, he will deliver you. And and he is he is your fortress and he will deliver you. That's what the Bible tells us. My screen just went away. That's what the Bible tells us, that God is our fortress, that he will deliver us if we seek him, if we will uh, turn away from the things, if we will try to get get closer to him, get under his umbrella, that he will be our deliverer. And that's what deliverance is, is getting delivered from the things that are not of God and replace it with God. It can be unforgiveness. I hear people um, that, you know, they're mad or they're this or they're depressed or they're, you know, and it's therapy. I want to go to therapy and there's nothing wrong with therapy. Nothing absolutely wrong with that. But it's never, it seems to never be the thing about, well, why don't, why don't I go and, and get some help from a godly person or from, from a deliverance person, you know, like a church. So I got to go to this professional therapist, and again, there's a lot of them that are godly people. Um, I know plenty that are godly people, and they're good at therapy, and that's what they went to school with, and they do a great job. Um, and so sometimes that that does does uh, intertwine, but uh, you know, it could be people just unforgive people, and they're mad and they're upset, or it could be addictions to substances, it could be addictions to. Um, you know, to phones, things on the phone that we, we all know we, we can get into. We got to have deliverance. We have to seek for deliverance so that our mind gets changed. We re, we are getting renewed, you know, through our mind. Not just, hey, I'm going to throw the phone away. I'm going to throw the snuff away. Because if you never get deliverance in your mind through Jesus Christ, you will go pick it back up. That has been proven and proven so many times. So I challenge you guys, really, anything that you're struggling with, go to God with it. Go to a godly person that is representing the kingdom of God and get true deliverance. We offer that. We have teams that offer that. We have ministry that offers that on Sunday night or any other time that you need it. Seek it. Seek that as well. That is the only way to get true deliverance from whatever may be hindering your relationship with Christ. All right, guys. Love you all. Thank you for listening. I know it went a little bit long, but I thank you for listening. Talk to you later.